take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. Welcome to From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from gimmicky ghost tribute metal to moon bass alpha vocal power metal. My name is Phil. With me is Mike. Yo. And Sam. What's up, guys? And I uh, can't even make fun of Frank this week. He's off seeing Power Trip right now. Well, I was going to say that I killed him. Nah, he's seeing Power Trip. Nah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I actually got, no. on him. I got on him about that because I was like, I still haven't seen Power Trip. And I really, really, really fucking want to. In fact, I was kind of hoping they'd be at uh, This Is Hardcore this year. I was, too. Um, cause they've, they've played quite a few of them. Uh, my, my first experience with them was that this is hardcore. And of course the one fucking year, the one fucking year I actually get to go out to this is hardcore power trip. Don't fucking play. Yeah. I mean, Hey, you know, um, we, we did all this. So last minute this year, you know, if, uh, if we decide to try to swing it again for the next fest, I think it'll be a lot easier to plan out. Um, possibly. So, you know. We'll uh, we'll see. This doesn't have to be your only. This is hardcore. Mm-mm. That is true. <laughs> um, and still that fucking lineup. Jesus Christ. Oh no, dude! I I saw it. Like fucking Marauder, Jesus Peace. Like, didn't you say that Rotted Out was confirmed? Yes, they're playing yeah. Friday. Yeah. The uh, for anyone who hasn't checked, uh, daily lineups for that are officially out. So if you're if you're one of those people who can only swing one day. And you want to plan that out? Go take a fucking look. You can pick which, uh, you can pick it and find the band you really want to see. Although I think it's going to be hard. It's to like not do a vain, full weekend. vain incendiary rotting out in a fucking row. Yeah, Friday night. You know what? You know what though? Maybe maybe I'm still one of the people who's really like curious about this. But I really uh, am interested in seeing uh, Carnivore AD. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, because, yeah, you know, of course, like all the all the longtime listeners of this show know exactly how I feel about Carnivore's music. So I'm interested to see how they handle it. Yeah, it'll be it'll be different. Um, I'm curious. Yeah, for sure. But uh, and just a heads up for everyone, this week's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. Uh, we have some time constraints, some some shit we got to do. Uh, but next week will be episode 100. So. I'm sure we're going to more than make up for it then. Yeah, uh, I, I I am working on uh, with in conjunction with the rest of the guys bringing in a uh, a special guest for next week's episode. So stay tuned, boys and girls. It's going to be a fucking good one. Yeah, that's uh, that's another thing. You know, as of episode 100, uh, just as with 50, where we had all sorts of changes, uh, we will be starting to do interviews. So. Right, right, and yeah, uh, we actually we actually got our equipment issues like pretty much fixed, and hopefully curb stomped all that audio audio issues we had from fifty. Uh, yeah, um, God, we will like I will never ever forget episode fifty. God, what a clusterfuck! Yeah, well, we'll do more reminiscing next gonna, week. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> anyway, we uh, as always we have some fucking recommendations for you. Yeah, a little front loaded this week, so I'm glad we talked a little bit more in the beginning. Yeah, for only for only three of us, there's like there's a lot of recommendations this week. Yeah, we hit I, I like to have a minimum of six and we hit it, so 
Oh, all right. So we did. Yeah. Why don't you start? Why don't you start us off, buddy? Yeah, like I was saying, a little front loaded. Um, we got we got some talking out of the way, so hopefully all the reactions will be nice and lively. But uh, let's start off with leached off of nothing will grow from the rotted rotten ground, and we're gonna listen to boar. That's a really nice addition to the sort of fucking, uh, this modern wave of, I guess you could call it metalcore, with bands like Nails, um, uh, Cult Leader, almost. Yeah, Code Orange. Yeah. Um, Just that like, whole sort of. Like any, any bands that have Boss HM2 in their tags, <laughs> which this, this band quite literally does. Yeah. And yeah. it is not, this is not the last time I'm going to comment on that. I just think it's funny. Well, I mean, for going with a tried and true and almost like uh, cheesy sort of like HM2s are a little cheesy, but um, for, for pulling it off, I mean, the mastering sounds really punchy. You know, the funny thing is I actually used to have an HM2. Me too. I, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, I found it. I, I found it in a local music store for like $50. Yeah. And to be honest, I sold it because... I bought a PV Triple X, and that album literally does distortion perfectly. So <laughs> I'm actually at a point where I, I actually got to a point where I didn't need it. And to be honest, it didn't sound that great. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, other than that, the uh, the usage of space, like the, the time space. between chugs, yeah. was doing a lot for me, the, the tension. 
Yeah, I I thought the uh, I thought the kind of dissonant uh, atonal riffs were kind of interesting too. Yeah, you know what? Normally, I I, I really hate that shit because <clears throat> I see it mostly I, in like Emure and like ultra modern <laughs> metal. Yeah, like there there is. It, it's really really difficult to do well. I mean, there are bands that use them effectively, like uh, like uh, Gorguts do it pretty well. Like just a, a lot of. A lot of like more progressive and like technical death metal acts do the the whole dissonant chord shapes and structures thing really well. But you're right, it has kind of been abused by bands like Immure and stuff like that. But I don't know, man. Like this this band seems to do it kind of cool. I, I, I yeah, I mean, I really like um, the really like sort of dark feel that a lot of these bands are bringing into absolutely with, like with the new Harm's Way um, <laughs> or uh, Homewrecker. Yeah. Yeah, Homewrecker especially uh, pulling heavily from from the fucking from the Florida death metal scene. Yeah, which you know, of course, that I love. Oh yeah, I'm not mad about it. Homewrecker is fucking awesome. Yeah, and uh, I, I can't wait to own my copy of that new album. Oh, fuck yeah, I almost forgot about that. But uh, yeah, no, this shit was dope. So you can find that at leached.bandcamp.com. They are from Manchester, UK, and that was released October of 2017. So next up, yep, yep, we have LLNN off of the album Deads, and we're gonna we're gonna listen to some Armada. Yeah, 
I, I, you know, I, it's funny. I didn't know what to expect uh, vocally in that until yeah. it kicked in. It with, I mean, <clears throat> with Sludge and Doom, you really you could go either way. Yeah. But um, this definitely gave me feels of Gazador and the like, but with like a, a more progressive or you know, as self-described, like a spacey sort of a feel okay. with the samples and, and the sound effects. Yeah, I like that aspect. Well, they do have uh, sci-fi listed in their tags. Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to allude to that, but um, <laughs> no. Oh, I mean, did it, I fuck it? Did I fuck it up? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's, it's all good. It's, it's all right. <laughs> I just, I just want, to be loved. <laughs> if you, if you were liking the usage of like uh, effects and samples, I mean, give the whole album a listen to. It, it gets really um, dynamic really varied but um it always keeps the the sludgy feel it never really kind of steps in the doom okay so um yeah deads by someone in the comments i think may know their name lonely loins need nad pumps (laughs) are you sure that's not just someone (laughs) i could just shut up it could be so don't take don't take that yeah, as word. That, that, Look, that I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be totally honest. I hope it's not because Lonely Loins Nad Dumps is a fucking great name. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, who knows? Am I am, am I in the wrong for thinking that? I I, I, just, I don't I don't just, know. How just know we're not that. trying to lie or imply, so that that very well may yes. not be the. There's no lying or implying. <laughs> yeah, unlike unlike some other some other internet personalities up up there. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, all right. You can check them out at llnn.bandcamp.com. They're from Copenhagen, Denmark, and that was released April of this year. Oh, word. Yeah. So, we got one from our boy, Brandon. Oh, thanks, Brandon. Um, this is going to be Gravewalker off of Aeternum, and we're going to listen to a bit of, of Death and Decay.
Yeah. So we got some some deathcore. Uh, yeah, that's that's fair. I was gonna say that uh, that uh, that dug a dug along pretty well. Yeah, it, yeah, it did. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's tough. It's tough with deathcore sometimes, but you know, I like the dual vocals definitely. Yeah, no, I I, I feel like they're one of the groups that do it right. Right. You know, I mean, it's it's something that I don't dip my toes into often enough to speak fairly. Yeah. I just know what I like and what I don't like. Yeah. You know I, mean? I definitely, I definitely cannot speak on this subject fairly. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am the last person who can speak on this subject fairly. Yeah. No. I mean, that that's okay. You know. What I mean, but um, yeah. I mean, I, I that's and that's why I rely on certain people who are into the genre to be like, no, 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 check this out. This is good. Yeah. Like, okay. You're right on that one. And every once in a while, they'll throw something at me. I'll be like, what are you doing? Why, why did you think I wanted to listen to that? Um, this is you, not did you not of, stop and Yeah, did you not stop and consider what you were doing? Uh, this isn't one of those situations, though. I dug that. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. It's, everyone's got their own, you know. Brandon. Brandon, buddy. This is absolutely nothing against you. This is all me, buddy. All me. Yeah, he actually said. Um, do you, <laughs> hopefully, Sammy likes it. Oh, did, and I was oh, like, oh, I, I was I fucking, say, did, did he mention me by name? Yeah, he's like, actually, I, I fucking doubt it. It, it, <laughs> it. It's interesting because I've noticed a trend with almost every deathcore band that ever gets recommended to me. The drummers are almost always fucking awesome. Like, I'm not gonna lie, this band's drummer is a fucking beast. It's I just feel- like. You know, I yeah. feel like a lot of drummers may tend to lean towards that because I feel like the genre, especially a lot of what I've heard, gives them a lot of space to work with. So they really get to showcase it. That, I would believe that. Like I if mean, you were to pull if you were to pull a bunch of deathcore drummers, I would not be surprised if that turned out to be the case. At this point in time, I mean it's undeniably <clears throat> a percussion driven style. Like yeah. it's all about the chug lugs. And well, yeah, because I mean, even the even the riff style, like the, the the chugging of basic open chords. I mean, that's a very percussive style. Well, that's the thing. So since you have, you know, kind of the rest of the rhythm section that really carries that, I feel like the 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 drummer himself really gets to shine right. a bit more. Um, and I do like that about the genre. Hey, I mean, and for as it goes, like, um, you know, like on this song in particular is like why I like to. Uh, to bring it in, the chuggalug section for the first half of the song is actually, for me, something I could really get behind. Like, it's a little more than just, like, palm mutes. And... Yeah. Um, also, if I hear chuggalug section one more time, I'm going to slip my own throat. <laughs> chuggalug section. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, you know, the percussion was right where it needed to be. Um you know, guys, uh, this is his buddy Eric's friend. Uh, his friend Eric. Uh, Eric, don't hesitate to muddy up your mix a little bit. That'd be that'd be fine. But that's also my preference. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that kind of keeps me away from the genre is the is the production that that I pretty consistently hear from these bands. I feel it like is uh, super 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 clean. Yeah, and I all feel the like time. It's, you you lose a bit of the punch. I I, I feel like uh Oh, you 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 do. That's I've I've stated more than once that is my exact that is one of my problems with this style of of music. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it's nothing against against any. I mean, and you know, for for that market, maybe it's what people want, and I can't argue right, that. Right. Right. You know, I mean, if there's there might be people who, if they muddied it up a bit and gave it exactly what we wanted, a lot of their fans might be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. So yeah. you know, like I I can't blame anyone for um for do, and maybe that's just the way they like their shit. Cool if that's the case, you know. Right. I yeah, mean, it yeah. doesn't play to all of my preferences, but not everything has to. Okay. Yeah. So through that lens, let me just say, Gravewalker is you know a good act, if that's what you're looking for. Um, yeah. It's something I can put on occasionally. That that style of deathcore, like. Well, and I I feel like with a lot of this, since like if you go to see the some shit like this live there's not gonna be that layer of production and right. i i often wonder if i'd see this shit live if oh I'd no be it's like, awesome oh yeah this actually really hits yeah you know what i mean because there are some bands in genres that i like where i love them live and then i hear it recorded and i'm just like oh you guys fuck this recording up <laughs> uh, as i always say with deathcore because i feel like if uh grave walker checks this out they might be a little sad oh, is I... it the acacia strain or not because that's usually my metric for whether or not this will get more play <laughs> in in my my lifetime. This is better than Acacia Strain. Don't mistake us. We enjoy what we heard. Oh yeah. It's just we're having yeah. a bit of a, a bit, bit of a discussion on Deathcore as a concept. Well, a, a part you, of that you, you might go you might go so far as to call it a spat. A, a, a part <laughs> of that for me too is you know uh, you, you got to remember with the with the audience that we have and what they're used to us bringing in. Um, this doesn't generally fall in there. So a part of it is also like, I want people to give things like this a chance Yes. as opposed to closing off um, your, you know, just being like, just, just locking the door on something like you never know what you're going to find that you really fucking like. Um, no, absolutely. And I mean, you know, Deathcore is like, um, uh, stoner in a sense where it's a dime a dozen so if this is even remotely in your wheelhouse you should check this album out yeah i mean it's that well, simple I, I feel like it's like any other <clears throat> genre you know what i mean if we took someone who mostly listens to deathcore and i tried to get them I, and i was like you should listen to more black metal and they just started <laughs> picking up random black metal bands and being like well this is all the same shit right yeah because there's a million carbon copies of the garbage out there but when you right. find the good ones which we know how to do a little bit better yeah you know what i mean i mean you you can only you can only listen to so many like blatant re-recordings of death crush and transylvanian hunger before you're just like there's, <laughs> there's no, like there's there's nothing in this style for me like there's nothing around here that i'm gonna find interesting i'm like Oh, my friend, you haven't been to France yet, but you know, you know, a lot of those people aren't going to stick around for that. They're going to fucking bug out beforehand. Yeah. So that's why I do really like giving shit like this a shot. And I think, uh, I think and, yeah, listeners should as well. And yeah, let it never be said that I do not or have not given it a chance. Cause I feel like, I feel like at some point we're going to get like an angry letter from somebody who's going to accuse me of that. And, I just it just let me circumvent that by saying I thank you for your message and your concern. Go fuck yourself. It's not true. God. I'm sure everyone can hear Cosmo losing his shit in the background. Um I actually I actually thought it was my neighbor's dog. 
no. for a second. Uh, you're you're probably neighbor, just numb to it then. <laughs> dude, my na- my neighbor's dog, my neighbor adopted a dog a while ago, and like they they only found out like a week later that it's blind. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so needless to say, he's a sweet dog, but he loses his fucking mind over everything. I would. But, uh, yeah, so, no, I mean, back to, to the point Sam was making, like, and yeah. that's that's part of what your representation is on the show, is for that side of the audience. That... I, I mean, I've thought about it a few times, if we were all just up here for every band, like, oh, yeah, that's the best thing I ever heard, like, great, like, we would have nothing yeah, well, to say yeah. well, other than and, that, and, so. Well, and not just that, we'd be doing a huge, huge disservice to everyone listening. Right. And uh, you know that, and the fact that the fact that we don't always agree on the bands we bring in, I mean, that's kind of part of what makes this show interesting. Yeah, in my eyes, the fact that we're not just a black metal show or a hardcore yeah, show right. or a or, death metal or, show, or in the end, uh, a band that just blindly, just blindly uh, sucks off all the bands we bring in. I mean, I mean, every once in a while, you guys bring in shit that I don't care for, and once in a while, I'm sure I bring in shit that you guys are just like, eh, all right. <laughs> but either way, um, do we have a, a band camp for these guys? Yes, we do. You can find that at gravewalkertx.bandcamp.com. This was released April of this year. They are from Dallas, Texas. I love how I love how these these little mini discussions pop up. Like we just spent like ten minutes talking about that. Hey, we got the time for it today. Yeah, that's sort of. true. That well, yeah, okay. All right, um, that does it for you, right, Mike? Yes, sir. Oh boy, mm-hmm. I'm going for quality, not quantity, this week. <laughs> yeah. So uh, once again, thanks to Zach from Outer Heaven for showing me this because I'd seen it in my YouTube sidebar. Like I see a lot of things and never forget to remember. But this week, I'm bringing in possibly one of my favorite finds of the year so far, and that mm-hmm. is the awesome bastard love child of pestilence early gore guts and almost autopsy i feel that is skeletal remains skeletal remains off of their new album devouring mortality the song itself is called parasitic horrors and once you hear this track you're going to see exactly where those comparisons come in tom
what was just about to happen. <sighs> well, uh, yeah, I'm afraid if you want to find out, you're going to have to go check out the rest of the track for yourself. That was, of course, as I said, the band Skeletal Remains off of their new album. Uh, God damn it. Hold on. All right. The new album with... Sorry, I just totally forgot the name. Devouring Mortality. I haven't bought it yet. You can find the band at skeletalremains.bandcamp.com. For some reason, the new album does not seem to be listed. I'm not entirely sure why. I believe it's already come out. But yeah, thanks again to Zach for introducing me to this band. I mean... I mean, do you, you guys hear the obvious uh, parallels to Pestilence, especially in the vocals. Sammy. What's up, buddy? The uh, Devouring Mortality is on uh, Dark Descent. Oh, is it? Yep, just found oh, it. Man. That is really inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that's um, on darkdescentrecords.bandcamp.com. Yeah, apparently because I suck at research. Uh, thank you for that, Mike. Got you, baby. Thanks, sweetheart. Can't wait to meet you. You're going to be the best little spoon of all time. <laughs> um, yeah, that being said, like I said, bastard love child of early pestilence, uh, old gore guts, and like almost, I don't know, like a little bit of old autopsy and asphyx thrown in there too. Is that Cosmo back there? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, man. Cosmo. Um, this hits all the right places for me, uh, you know, that, and I'm sure. touch all your. That touch all your good spots. I'm sure it's no fucking, uh, it's no secret to Sam uh, through through our discussions that we've had that the 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 death metal that appeals to me the most is the shit that really appeals to my thrash side. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting to realize that too. <laughs> yeah, I, I love when there's there's elements of both in there. Um, that's what really sucks me into it, and they just fucking nailed it. Also. Um, Parasitic Horrors is just a heavy fucking track title. <laughs> I am, I am, I am willing to bet it's uh, a bit of a, a bit of a wink of the eye and a tip of the hat to the the album name Consuming Impulse, uh, of which of course is the absolutely legendary uh, sophomore album from Pestilence. Which, yeah, uh, again, bury me with my copy of that because I own it. But uh, yeah, they're, so they're just gonna have to make a coffin out of your fucking CDs. Yeah, uh, they're they're just gonna have to turn my CDs into a casket. Yeah, I'm sure it can be done. But <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, <laughs> skeletal remains, man. This this uh, every track I've heard off this album so far has been fucking dope. I need to order it. Uh, I need to buy it. Um, Actually, Mike, I would really appreciate it if you would send me that Bandcamp link to the Dark Descent Records page because I want to buy this. Yes, sir. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like one day they're gonna bury Sam with all of this shit, and uh, and not realize that he's not dead, and he'll record the heaviest album of all time from a casket that will never be heard because it's buried with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Uh, why do you have me pegged so well? <laughs> I like the word choice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, there's a. Oh yeah. There's gonna be a sound clip for the rest of the series. Great. Um, so yeah, that's, I'm uh, clip that out. <laughs> fuck, fuck. 
God damn it. All right, so... Oh, I just got that link. Thank you, Mike. Yep. Um, God, your fucking nickname and the group chat is so great, man. What is we, we all have fuck. We all have fucking great nicknames in the group chat. It's great. <laughs> yeah, nothing's been changing there a while. For a while, we'll, we'll see. We, we we occasionally we occasionally change the title of the group chat. God, it's been it's been so many things. It's it's still from the cookbook right now. Yeah, I miss uh, from the ham planet. From the ham planet. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like no, in the background. <laughs> No, but it's it's funny because like in case you ever wonder what we talk about when we're not doing the show, we almost never talk about this show. Sam and I about... had a huge debate with a guy earlier about pies <sighs> versus cakes. Yeah, that dude got yeah. blown the fuck out. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, he was he was he was a little bitch. Uh, consuming he was a little or bitch. baking? Uh, baking. Whether you know, but well, overall in general, uh, pies versus cakes. But this dude made the argument. That uh, that <sighs> making a pie is is basic shit tier, and and making a cake is so much harder. I'm like, are you shitting me? I am, I am, I am absolutely convinced that that guy has never ever made a pie crust in his life, or at least never one that pie, was edible. Of pie, pie crust. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, one of those a fucking course. Okay, all right. Oh. Let's not get too far. <laughs> no, it's like there's no, a like, there's a like, glimpse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no like no happens. shit though it also makes me think like ladies like i know some of you may think that like dudes talk about nothing but chicks all day we don't we talk about baking pies we talk about food all the fucking time oh my god <laughs> dude. garlic sauces and yeah oh, the, the discussion god. you could make a cookbook out of our fucking chat <laughs> it's like it's like you, you like you think we think about sex all the time no man i'm thinking about ways to improve my fucking garlic pizza sauce <laughs> yeah, I that remind, I gotta post a picture for you guys later. My girlfriend made me some fucking cinnamon buns for for our one year anniversary. Yeah, oh, dude, oh, it homemade, so good. completely from scratch. Fucking unbelievable, unfucking believable. Yeah. I gotta, um, I got, I gotta get, I gotta make you guys some pizza when I get out there. Ah, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Okay, uh, so <laughs> I guess that brings it to me. Did we cover everything with skeletal remains there? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done with that. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, also, uh, also, I did just buy this album. Nice. So, uh, the band I'm bringing in, surprisingly, was recommended to me by my supervisor at work. Yeah. He, uh, he found out that I work on a metal podcast, and he was like, I got some buddies up in New York who play in a band. You should really check them out. And at first, he only told me about their Spotify, which is a goddamn nightmare. And oh, no. that's why I haven't, I hadn't brought them in as of yet. And then he was like, oh, they've got a Bandcamp page. And I was like, fucking perfect. Wonderful. That's all I wanted. Um, Tom, why don't you go ahead and roll this one?
It was fucking cool. That is the band Prostitution, and that was the track Necrosapien off of their EP Spring Break. <clears throat> with just a uh, wonderful album cover. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm actually really digging the album cover for this. Yeah, <laughs> like I like just not not just, not just the art itself, but like the whole the whole color, like the whole. Jeez, Tommy, okay over there? <laughs> he's fine. Okay, he's not gonna die. No, I mean, good. Eventually, good. I, I, yeah. Well, I I I I need him alive. So, uh, yeah. Um. That being said, yeah. No, just the whole the whole aesthetic of this album. Yeah. Is, the- <laughs> The silly really airbrushed, like, uh, yeah. tropical ocean setting. Um, yeah, they pull all kinds of crazy fucking influences. Uh, that, I mean, every time I thought I had a handle on what I was getting into, it it, it got a little different. Got yeah. A little, betrayed my expectations. Um, yeah, especially when it really, really kicks into gear around 140. It was... <clears throat> like okay it's so it was so hard to bring in a clip for them even off of these four fucking tracks that really captures everything and i still didn't manage it i i just i got everything i could um finally loaded yeah. on my phone <laughs> yeah you like that yeah um yeah they're there i mean i really dig that and i went back and listened to um oh, what the fuck is that other album of theirs called it's called Egyptian like uh, Blue. Egyptian Blue, yeah. Also really good. But what's kind of cool, uh, my supervisor was telling me when he talked to his friend that they had, uh, and I really enjoyed Egyptian Blue. But apparently on this album, they specifically wanted to drop some of the production quality because they wanted it to be a bit grittier. Okay. And uh, I, I won. Well, I, mission fucking accomplished. Yeah. Uh, one obviously, I have massive respect for that. Um, oh, for this one that we did hear, yeah, they dropped it. Okay, which I don't think uh, I don't think Egyptian Blue even sounded bad. But if the you know, for what they're going for, I get it. Yeah, and I really like what they did here. I think it sounds fucking great. Yeah, but, I think I think I'm gonna have to bookmark this and come back and visit this later. You, you should. I uh, I listened to that EP about three times through while at work. Um, Got. Goddamn. Yeah, I mean, shit for just an out of nowhere recommendation. Like, that was really cool. Yeah, uh, they're fucking great. You can get that EP for six bucks, or you can get the whole goddamn discography for fifteen dollars and thirty cents right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, go check them out. Prostitution.bandcamp.com. Uh, like I said, pretty sure they're based out of New York, and we'll definitely be keeping an eye out. I believe they're working. I believe they're working on a full length right now. I'm not 100% positive. Um, but yeah, fucking crazy, crazy shit on that EP. I mean, that, that's a hell of a find for uh, just an out of nowhere. Like, hey, you do metal? And it just so happens it's not like some like fucking Metallica ripoff. From, yeah, like... well, and you know, my, my, uh, I mean, my, my supervisor's a really cool dude. Like, he's really chill, but like, most of the time, uh, you meet people like that, and they're like, oh, yeah, I like metal. And it's like, at best, maybe they're into some power metal. Or like, yeah, you know I mean? Uh, so I was really shocked when I threw this on. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is this is legit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, there you go. Based out of Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Uh, and it's a power trio. Good shit. Yeah. Power trio. Wow. 
Yeah. So, prostitution. Go check them out. Uh, we've got one more this week, and this is a recommendation from our boy Jack. Jack. Uh, yeah, I haven't gotten to any of his in a while, and I know he's sent me some stuff. I may have to go back. Jack, if you sent me anything that I skipped, send it to me again. I, uh, I, I live in a nightmare realm, and I forget everything. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, honestly, Jack, Jack should just send his recommendations to me because I pretty much always see them. Yeah, well, and I know he posted this one directly to the page, uh, which is good. I was able to go back and find that. Um, I remembered seeing this one, so <clears throat> thank God. Uh, this is a band called Monolithian. Uh, we're going to listen to a track called uh, Nyarlathotep. What? Near uh, Okay, thank you. Uh, off of mm-hmm. the waning moon, uh, Tom. That's a nice so way to. That's a nice way to round out the uh, bring in some nice like, doomy proggy doom. So, I yeah, that was that was actually kind of interesting. Yeah. Ah, thank you, thank God. That was what I was waiting for. I was waiting for uh, Sam's take on it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, like I, actually, I, I actually enjoyed every second of that. I, that was actually kind of cool. I really love when a doom band can do build up properly without just dragging shit out right they can introduce like they introduce some really cool elements you had that real like almost you know, jazzy uh you know what i think in did it interlude i i think i know what did it for me i think i may have figured out what did it for me there's um there's almost a feel of influence from uh welcome to sky valley 
on yeah, that. Like, I know, I didn't want that kind of that kind of that kind of groovy, like the kind of groovy bass driven, uh, that kind of groovy, almost funky bass driven sound. But with the darkness, it, like, I, I definitely it, got some like desert feels. It, it brings yeah, some like, of that some of that bluesy feel back to doom metal that you had when when Sabbath essentially created it. Um, yeah, um, attention. Uh, every fucking stoner doom band in the world that sounds exactly the same bring in the drive and bring in the blues sound like you don't sound like black sabbath you're trying to you don't sound like black sabbath um because you're not you're not bringing in the blues and you're not bringing in the drive also yeah i mean this gets to a level of aggression at the peak of that build-up as well that you just often don't hear and a part of it, I feel like, has to do with their choice of knowing where to hold off. You know, um, like the, the vocals were at their heaviest at that point. A lot of the bands, I feel like, they hit a certain point in the buildup where they're just like, they drop too much at once. And it's like, well, that just blew the whole fucking thing, and now you're going to drag this out for another five minutes. Whereas they, like, there's much more complexity in the song structure here. There's a, a real crescendo up to the the you know the peak of what it is and then the way it just drops back off into that kind of bluesy riff before it fades out is awesome it is so important and that's why i like to highlight when i recognize a masterful usage of tension and with the first one i brought in with that gap of space in between chugs or even with like you're saying the way that you actually tailor parts in a song to work together to build it's important yeah. Like a grand pause at the right time or, you know, the way that people will start playing a breakdown before everything comes in. I mean, all of these things play into effectively employing that goddamn tension. Yeah. yeah. It just causes a fucking explosion. <laughs> yes. Which we'll see plenty of it. This is hardcore. <laughs> but um, these guys you can find at uh, monolithiandoom.bandcamp.com. They're based out of uh, Cornwall, UK, and uh, thank you, Jack, for that one. That's uh, that was a hell of a recommendation. Yeah, uh, thank you, Jack. I'm I'm grateful. Yeah, again, monolithiandoom.bandcamp.com, and uh, looks like that that particular album came out January of last year. Um, since speaking of ex- oh, sorry. Oh no! I was gonna say since then it looks like they have a uh, a live recording from Oslo, um, March of this year, Oslo. which I'm gonna have to check out. Hmm. But yeah, uh, Sam. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Speaking of exploding tension, uh, you know what I've been <laughs> listening to again. <laughs> you know what I've been listening to again recently was uh, the Swords, Gods of the Earth, and Age of Winters albums. I forgot how fucking good those were. Like I forgot just how fucking great those albums were. You know, I it's I, I should really go back and revisit them. I remember you liking should. them at the time, and then there was uh, they had this whole big crusade of anti-moshing at their shows, which was a massive turnoff to me. And I, I understand that completely. And to be honest, I feel like you know fuck them for that, but. Like, uh, concerning the music itself, like, uh, Age of Winners and Gods of the Earth are fantastic. Like, 
but yeah, I mean, fuck them if they're like, oh, don't wash it or shows. Like, fuck you. Like, motherfucker, do you not know the culture you <laughs> come from? Get the no. fuck out of here. Well, like uh, we can't, like we can't all be fucking. We can't all just be into the whole hippie to be, you know, stand still at the show bullshit. Yeah, get like, the fuck, fuck out off, of here, man. And <laughs> like, like, I, like, like, play your fucking set or get off the fucking stage. Yeah, man. Uh, that's that's pretty, pretty much exactly my thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, and you know what? To their credit, Apocryphon was also a good album. I liked that one. I'll check them out. You know, I'm not going to deny their music, even if they're being uh, douchey. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> fucking buzzkills. Uh, anyway, that brings us to a little segment. Ooh. It does indeed. Uh, that I'm doing alone again this week. I can't be mad at Frank. Like I said, dude is out seeing Power Trip right now. Right. Yeah, we can't. Um, but that brings us to the brutal bruise, and uh, gonna do it. Gonna do a little different, a little different this week. Uh, probably one of the the least brutal of the brews that I've brought in, but it's uh kind of similar to the last time where I was saying it's fucking, it's awesome out. I'm in a fucking great mood. Um, and there's just some shit that's. It's it's lighthearted. It's still fucking good music. It comes from someone who has a background in the fucking punk scene, uh, and brings that attitude to everything he does. Uh, so, hopefully, you enjoy it. Uh, don't expect any any fucking metal out of it this time around. But Tom, why don't you go ahead and roll that? Me and my friend and I'm gonna get some beers and then we're gonna go down to the park and drink them there. Bask out in the sun, bring a guitar and play some songs Call up our friends and invite them out to share Won't that be the last weekend of the summer? Cause September's getting colder as it goes And we haven't done enough of this simple kind of stuff This year it's clear we're getting older and it shows Well, work weeks make us weary now And school's a distant memory And it's easy to ask questions of ourselves Like where it is we're going now And what we had to show for all those sunny days Shut up in the shells Of expectations of our ultimate directions Of the stations that we should have reached by now When we haven't read the script And our tender wings are clipped And yet we're scared we might be letting someone down Break songs when nothing's really wrong And then we smile when we're asked And we say that we're fine We're drifting through our middle days We're creeping into middle age Setting in our ways But now it's time to decide Now it's time to draw a line In the sand And ask what's more important than Days like today To grab some beers Call your friends and meet us here In the summer park With me and my friend Dan Hopefully a uh, a nice little reminder to fucking enjoy life and not be shut in and worried about stupid, stupid fucking concerns that we all have. Yeah. It's easy to get hung up on them stupid concerns. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. Dude, I get hung up on them all the time. 
Um, that's where I think it's it's important to have artists like uh, like Frank Turner there. Uh, that is a track called Dan Song off of his album Last Minutes and Lost Evenings. Uh, phenomenal album overall. Like I said, he's he comes very much from the punk scene and incorporates elements in, into everything that he still does. Uh, while he may no longer necessarily be a straight-up punk artist, um, I still love... I, I mean, I'm, I'll always be a huge fucking Frank Turner fan. Uh, yeah, exactly like he said in that song, you know? It's time to draw a line in the sand and ask, what's more important than days like today? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, even even from... I think this might have... We might have hit this on some some side stage yeah um, I, i'm pretty sure i brought frank turner on the yeah side stage. Uh, i'm I, i'm i'm like 99 percent sure you brought in uh, frank turner on side stage but uh so you could always uh check those episodes out at patreon.com slash from the pit ironically probably a heavier frank turner song on the side stage than what i brought in today. <laughs> it was For, but it's probably it's still that i mean i i remember we were talking about it then that it's like this is like the folky, punky, like acoustic music that isn't offensive. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it. It doesn't hurt the soul to listen to. No, and it does have it. It makes you feel good. That's not bad. Ah, uh, the, the only thing that hurts my soul to listen to is Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there oh you God, go. Dude. The the next Fuck. time you're at a barbecue and some of that garbage is on, you can be like, oh "Hey, my how about God. we listen to this instead?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. There precisely. are very few artists that I will like be totally unafraid to, uh, to speak up about not yeah. wanting to hear. Like, because generally I'm just be like, eh, whatever, listen, to whatever shit you want. But man, <laughs> you you throw on cheeseburger in paradise, you're gonna fucking hear about it from me. Like, <laughs> uh, excuse me, uh, you may like yours with lettuce and tomato. I like it not at all. <laughs> Fair. Uh, yeah. So, I need a beer to pair with that. Yes, you do. And this is one of those situations where I had the beer before I had the album choice. <laughs> um, really? I al- I always have the beer before the album. It very it, 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 well. So the tough thing about that is, um, you know, a lot of the time when we do these, it might be a single seven fifty milliliter, or it might be a four pack, um, where it's just like. You know, I'm bringing most of what I have into the show, so it's just yeah. not economically feasible to buy all of that beer. <laughs> yeah. So I'll pick an album and then I'll go find a style that seems to match it. Um, however, you know how it always you know how it always works for me is I'll go and I'll buy a beer and I'll be drinking and I'll be like, "This is what I want to listen to." I'm like drinking this beer. Yeah. And I, like that. I know I've only brought in like four or so brutal brews, but that's, I believe that's how every single one of them has gone for me. Yeah. And I mean, I used to do a lot of that when, you know, just as we went on and we're consistently doing this segment and my schedule got crazier, it was just harder and harder yeah. to do. Um, yeah, that's fair. But this particular one, I picked up a couple six packs yesterday and one of them was, uh, is once again, a, a Brooklyn brewery beer, uh, and is their Bel Air sour. Now, um, anyone who really pays attention to the craft beer market is going to notice that there is an explosion of sour ales right now. Like, it's just, which 
I'm partly thrilled about because I've I've been a huge fan of sour ales for quite a while, and they were very difficult to locate. And some of them have managed to be really good. Uh, and Brooklyn, as always, I mean that that brewery does shit right, and the Bel Air sour is unique. Uh, it is the first time I've ever had a sour pale ale. Oh. And it it's, it creates a very strange balance um, between the the hoppiness of the pale ale and then just a, a sour. Yeah. yeah um, and I love the, uh, the little tagline that they threw on there, party tartly. Uh, it just ends up being a really solid beer for exactly this. If it was midday and I was just out having a beer or two, enjoying the fucking weather, you know, with a few friends, get, not trying to get completely fucking hammered. Um, the Bel Air Sour would absolutely be a go-to for me. Yeah, you know what? And you're right. Um, the Sour does seem to uh, definitely either overtake or balance the hoppy bitter. Yeah. I it's mean, like it's there in the background. You know it's a pale ale, but it's not It's not that aggressive in your face like, oh, my God, this is insanely bitter. <laughs> but it is drinkable. Oh, very much so. It was funny. My roommate actually came in from mowing the lawn and opened one. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's appropriate. Anyway. I, I actually know jack shit about sour ales. I can't say I've ever had one. They're interesting. Um, it's it's right. it, it's not really comparable to any other beer style. Um, oh, so I really am just going to have to go find out. From- yeah, you are. And, and the tough thing is, I can't promise that what you're going to find is going to be good, especially because I don't know what's in your area. Right. A lot of the sours that I've had are local. Um, so, yeah, it, it's kind of tough. Um, if you well, happen so- to find anything from, I think it's called Jolly Pumpkin Brewing, they make Jolly. a fantastic sour. You know, you know, it has been, you know, it seems to have been catching on lately because the, uh, the the store I go to to buy like uh, the the better quality beers like the craft beers and stuff, they've been stocking a lot of mead, a lot of honey wine lately. Yeah, yeah. are you seeing a lot of shit from? Uh, I think the one company is Bee Nectar. They do all kinds of stuff. Um, I have no fucking clue, dude. I'd have to look closer at the uh, selection. We we always have a bunch of mead. We do Wagner Fest once a year where we marathon Wagner's entire ring cycle. Um, which is is four operas, if anyone's wondering, and uh, a lot of mead happens because it's all about fucking Vikings. Uh, but yeah, Bee Nectar had one called the uh, the Wu Tang Cran, which was a cranberry <laughs> mead. Was, yeah, they do a lot of really clever shit. Um, anyway, not to get too off track, uh, Brooklyn Brewery's Bel Air Sour and uh, Frank Turner's Last Minutes and Lost Evenings. Pair them up, get outside, enjoy yeah. the fucking day. Yeah. So, I remember I do got a couple things. Oh, nice. Oh, tell, tell us about them. Well, let's start, since we kind of will bookend Brutal Brews with some Jack topics. Um, Boss Keloid has a new album out, <gasps> and that was uh, either the first or one of the first bring-ins from Mr. Jack. Yeah, it was, it was early on, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Melted on the Inch, let's listen to a little bit of the first track. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. They're always so fucking fun. Yeah. Um, and I just love, I mean, I thought that was a perfect way to open an album. Yeah. And you know, you know, what, you know what else makes this perfect is that we're heading into the warm weather. So all the shit he was talking about, the sun fits. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> this, this You're is there's, there's a lot to take in on this album and I'm only a few tracks in. But yeah, I mean, if their previous efforts uh, have taught me anything, it's you really have to take time with a full album. Well, Jackie Boy got me all amped up saying some shit like they've really grown into their style and this is a step forward for them. Okay. So like, yeah, I'm looking forward to sitting down and getting through this. Um, I mean, even to the second track, there's a complete tonal shift. Like the dynamics are all over the place. So, I mean, if you remember us bringing them in before, go check them out. If not. Check them out. Fucking, there's no no reason not to. Bosskeloid.bandcamp.com. All righty. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I went and saw Carpenter Brute. Brute. Oh, shit. How was that? <laughs> Yo. So other than traveling with two morons, my friend <laughs> Keith and his girlfriend, <laughs> who managed to be late to something that we had literally until 9 to be there right oh my god like the show didn't start until yeah that face that tom's making you can't see the face i was making at about eight thirty-five when we left oh no so we got there right and uh we got there in the middle of or maybe the beginning of the ghost set g-o-s-t yeah and yeah. yo this dude's stage setup was ballin like he had two rectangular pillars sort of posts like just rectangles set up with uh three what I'm going to assume are like satanic uh sacred geometry and a really cool light show and he wore sort of like a grim reaper-esque like robe with the blacked out face and he did all his all his you know like horror synthwave shit just going crazy, but then he would pick up a guitar, and have these broken up sections of just straight like screeching like black metal esque vocals and and guitar parts. So Ness was like, ah, oh, I I mean I I can't wait for the other guys to go on because she was listening to Carpenter Brute <laughs> before and she's like they're not gonna be screaming and stuff and it's like oh, I'm really loving this because. It's weird, cool, like, vicey synthwave part. Yeah. Metal. Like, metal-ish. Um, with all Metal- the, you know. Almost almost metallic. Right, right. Um, so, after that, uh, <laughs> Carpenter Brute gets on. And my friend show- showed up to our house drunkish. So, at this drunk. point, was very drunk. drunk. Yeah, like a pint of vodka and you know, Jesus. whatever. Nice. So, yeah, he was ready to go. So he 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 runs arms up into the crowd, and it's like if it's like a dance party, right? So then his girlfriend follows obligatorily, and uh, we're a couple songs in, and Carpenter Brit. First of all, I thought was a guy, right? Like um, perturbator. But it's a oh, band. So, oh, oh, you mean like a, a one-man act? Right. One I thought person, it was all just act. digital stuff, you know, like you know, Fruity Loops or Ableton or some shit. 
But uh, no, I get but. it. I guess they um, they they figure it out on on you know three. There's a uh, synth stand, drum kit, and a guitar, all doing stuff. I mean, the guitar sounds like it has to be running like a digital pickup or so many effects that it's coming out like more or less like a sine wave, like a analog yeah sound. So um, they they did. Uh, most of or all of the new album and there was a sweet like video set up nice running like uh you know like 80s like grindhouse type stuff and i guess videos they made music videos and stuff that all work into like one long like grindhouse sort of a thing so that was really awesome but um so everybody decided we were doing fucking dancing and i don't like dancing (laughs) (laughs) so my girlfriend's like i want to go meet up with keith and jess and it's like uh but i can see the video from here that's better right and she's like no i'm gonna go i was like oh fuck i'm not gonna be the only wanker standing here by the bar alone at like you know so i wait in there and i kind of just do as little as possible to be (laughs) Normal there. <laughs> Imagine your arms ninety degrees, and only the arms swing. Uh, and at the very, very end, I mean, and for the record, I think Tom will enjoy this the most. Keith was going hard, I just bet. like arms up, like Jersey Shore dancing. <laughs> and <laughs> I forget what they they ended on something super like ironic, and I wish I could remember it right now. And, you know, again, this is all for Tom, but I wish you could see it. There might be pictures. Maybe I'll post them to Facebook if I find them. They were funny. But all in all, it was a great show, Um, if not just to see all the live stuff. Yeah, that's awesome, And if you are one to dance, then (laughs) I'm sure it was a lot more fun. But, yeah, it was really great. Right on. Yeah. I'm kind of jealous of that one. Yeah. I want, I want to see Carpenter Brute. Yeah. Me as well. Well, well then again, I've seen Repulsion. So. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. Uh, saw, them on, saw them on the only date they were playing on that tour. Fuck. Is that a digital act or? No. Repulsion? Uh, no. It's like old school. Like Re- repulsion. <laughs> old, old school grindcore. Yeah, repulsion is, oh, okay. they're like the, the granddaddies of, of grindcore. Oh, yeah. Okay. No um, shit. I found, I found the two disc reissue of Horrified in a fucking discount bin. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was like, Ooh. it was in like the, the, like the miscellaneous section, like $3 price tag. What That's fucking fuck? crazy. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, no way I can fucking pass that up. Oh, man. Well, we got anything else? Nope. Nope. Uh, like I said, this week's going to be a little bit of a short one. Um, sure, like I said, we're going to make up for it next week. Uh, uh, oh, next week is going to be dope. Remember to hit up fthepit.com for all your From the Pit needs. SoundCloud, Facebook, uh, fucking Twitter, Instagram. You can find all of them through there. Hit us up on social media. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, send us recommendations. Bitch at us about things that you don't like. We're cool with all of it. <laughs> uh, and if you really like what we're doing, 
head over to patreon.com slash from the pit. Uh, just a little bit of support will also get you four bonus episodes every month. And uh, yep. we, we've got a lot more shit that we're working on. Um, I promise. I know I say that every time. But, uh, you know, it's hectic and we're always trying. But that, that, that money from the supporters is massively helpful. Absolutely. It has already saved our ass a couple times. So thank you, everyone who's already supporting. If you really hey, like save, what we're doing. Save my ass when I went to California a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, if you really like what we're doing and you want us to do more, head over there and support us a little bit more than that. Uh, Frank's not here, so I'll just let you know that we have arrived at our destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Thank you, stewardess Phil. Good night, ladies. <laughs>